for agility's sake. Hello everyone, I'm your host Kyle Spitzley from the Agile Transformation Office, and with me today I have Mr. Tom Fox. How are you, Tom? I'm living the dream, Kyle. Awesome. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I am really excited for you to be here. This is going to be fun. So to get started, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, You know, your team, your role, what, sure. what, uh, what space you play in. I work in the Agile Transformation Office. I'm the manager of the team, certainly trying to serve in a servant leader role. I've been with Amway four years now, um, officially as of about a month ago. Uh, prior to that, I worked in the Americas, working with project management organizations and the development teams out there. What's up, Americas? Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So the uh, experience you've had in kind of agile at Amway wasn't your first experience with agile, right? That's right. Yes. I'd worked um, probably for the past 10 years in companies that had been working in varying stages of okay. agile. Nothing at the size of agile, but certainly all kinds of variations in size. And yeah. You mean you mean at Amway, right? Like nothing in size yeah, of Amway. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. at the Amway size. But other than that ones that are more mature or less mature. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's it's funny because I was talking to Chris about this too on his podcast. His experience was one of the challenges we face is like the scale of, of this yeah. company. How do you yeah, make totally. this thing that works really good on small teams work for yeah. a huge organization? Um, but we were, we were kind of laughing about how for Amway, this feels like a new thing, but it's been around for almost 20 years. Yes. Like it isn't. And, and at Amway for five, right? Yeah. Um, or maybe even longer with some practitioners. Yes. It's a, I think it's new in a lot of places in the industry. So we're not unique. There's a lot of organizations that maybe haven't been highly um, based on development that are finding this to be a new thing and trying to discover it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, to your point, it's been around for more than 20 years. Dating yeah. back to the 80s, people have been doing varying levels of practice. It just had a name on it, uh, you know, about 20 years ago. So. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's a good point about um, the scale issue. I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and I likened it to I, people say Amway's a battleship, and I say no, I disagree. It's a flotilla. It's like thirty ships, mm. and when you want to turn those thirty ships, you have to get everybody on the horn and say, okay, we're going to turn. When can we all turn? Uh, in about thirty minutes, we can turn. And we've got all these team members that are in various parts of the ship doing their job and doing a great job, but it's hard to bring those all together. Agile typically likes to be the speedboat. We can go flying around, right? <laughs> we just don't have that advantage. So we've got to find different ways to make it a lot faster to turn those 30 ships or make them more independent so mm -hmm. that we can react to whatever we need to react to. All right. Right? Well, this is good. This is a good segue to my first question. Sure. So what I'm wondering, and I keep hearing this, you know, I've been hearing it for a few years now. Um, is we need to be agile. We need to have organizational agility or business sure. agility so that, um, you know, we can be adaptive and responsive and those things. Yeah. Innovative. Well, and, yeah, yeah, all those fun. great buzzwords, right? Yeah, Lots right. of cool buzzwords. But I'm missing the part for me, the part that's missing is, but why? Like what compels us to need to be agile or to say that we need to be agile? What are yes. your thoughts on that? Mine's kind of a personal story, right? I, I view it as an existential question. If we don't make a move to agile, then we're going to really threaten our future existence. Um, and the personal side of that is um, I worked at a company uh, when I was first in high school called Blockbuster Music, which is part of the Blockbuster franchise. And then there was a period of time where my dad wasn't able to work. My mom had to work at Sears in addition to her other job in the winter so she could get um, low-cost stuff for Christmas and also make extra money to pay for those things mm. for Christmas. Um, and so when you drive here in Grand Rapids past the Sears that used to be in our local mall, it was rubble, right? And that yeah. really affected me personally. How did a company that was the literally the biggest company in the United States, aside from the government, suddenly turned into rubble just maybe 20, 30 years later. Um, and Blockbuster was the same thing. And Blockbuster was the big 
video company and it was wiped off the face of the earth in under mm -hmm. 10 years, right? Um, that's because we are getting in this age where change is just the rate of change itself is compounding. It's not that it keeps getting faster. It just gets faster by orders of magnitude every single year. And it's those organizations that are Netflix or Walmart or Amazon that find a way to respond to change mm -hmm. and what is happening in this, this space where it's easier to get products in front of people and people are more sophisticated and able to change their taste a lot um, that are able to do that better, that continue to exist. Mm -hmm. And those companies that are, are Blockbuster or Sears that don't manage to make that shift, they just get shoved out of the marketplace and it happens incredibly fast. Yeah. Um, and I view it the same way, right? So any organization, especially Am uh, Amway, where we want to get back on that strong growth track yeah. and get back to those revenues we had maybe five or 10 years ago, um, we've got to find a way to get really responsive and really fast and stay on top of market change or even be an Amazon that gets ahead of market change yeah, and create creates the market. Create right? that. Yeah, so exactly. it sounds to me like th this is very, very personal for you and that like your family's Absolutely. experience with Sears and kind of seeing that, you know, this company that your mom worked for that was a great icon in yeah. the American culture. Yeah just kind of burned to the ground yeah. in, in, in a sense. And it wasn't accidental that she picked Sears. From her generation, that was where you go. I remember them taking me into Sears, and I was like, why are we going to Sears? This is a little bit lame right, for yeah. my generation. Yeah. But that was a part of their life. I mean, that's how big it was as part of the, you know, the American fabric. Everybody had a Sears catalog. Exactly, Everybody had right? something from Amazon Sears. It was Amazon way, way before Amazon um, well, yeah. to see it gone, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's hard to imagine something like Amazon going away. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. well, something as big as Amazon. And it happens really fast. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. All right. So from that personal story and, and journey, um, so for Amway, for us, it's, mm -hmm. we, we want to continue to advance um, in our space and continue yeah. to create the change and to innovate and, and to be adaptive and to, yeah. to not succumb to the, the trends and the, the change exactly. in, in the marketplace. Right. I mean, look at Uber or even Amazon now. It, it scares me to no end that Amazon is suddenly in the gig economy with this delivery system that they yeah. have, right? Um, so we've got a lot of players that are competing against us in a space that we don't compete in right now, right? For a gig economy, people that want to say, I want a, a way to kind of start my own business and grow it. Uh, we're not in cars software, right? We're yeah. not in shipping retail products. Um, we are in making our own products and selling the opportunity that way. And so if we don't make that pivot at Amway, there's going to be another gig economy that comes and another and another. And it's either going to be reduction through attrition or someone's going to find something that penetrates so deep that it really puts us at much deeper risk. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. throws us off completely. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of a commercial. I this was a, an auto commercial um, years ago that talked about their innovation and how they were continuing to innovate in the technology of their vehicle. And I think it was Lexus. I can't remember, but the, the statement of the commercial was, if you're not moving forward, you're falling behind. Yeah. And I thought that is a great example of what we need to continue to push into kind of adapting and changing because we can't just keep doing what we've been doing. It yeah. won't get us to that next stage. Exactly. It, it will, we will no longer exist if yeah. we, yeah, it's if an we interesting try to point too. I was at a conference earlier this week and Ford was there and they were talking about their agile operations and they were saying, we're part of the mobility division. And we asked the question, what's mobility? And they said, well, we don't view ourselves as a car manufacturing company anymore. We're doing that right now, but we need to get in the space of mobility, moving people and things around <laughs> and uh, so not so, just cars yeah so they are looking way beyond cars and that's what they make right Ford makes one thing it's cars and yeah. they're already looking past that horizon because they're starting to recognize that that industry it, it 
it's got a timer on it now, right? Yeah. At a certain point, car sales are going down. At a certain point, there's just not going to be a space you can play in. Yeah. So Scooters, it, buses, yes. trains, whatever so it is, Ford helicopters. So doing that with cars, right? <laughs> they invented basically mass car manufacturing, and we certainly have to look at it for ourselves, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. So yeah. this is thinking about the um, kind of that, back to that, why do we need Agile? Obviously, it's a very personal thing for you. Yeah. If we look at, for us right now today, what is the thing that excites you most about Agile? What, what gets sure. you kind of geeked about it when you get up in the morning? Can I give a few answers? Please, yeah, yeah perfect, all of the above. Yeah. Um, I would say primarily it's the opportunity because to your point at the outset of this, um, Agile feels very new at Amway. And as I said, it's, it's really new across a lot of the industry, a lot of industries really. And so even though we aren't, we're just five or so years into our agile journey, whereas other companies might be 30 years in their journey, there's still a huge opportunity in front of us to to pounce on top of, to get in front of our competitors or even other spaces we haven't even thought to play in. So that opportunity to get really proficient at this and become um, right there on the tail end of an Amazon, super exciting to me because mm -hmm. it has so much potential to unlock our business. You know, had yeah. we've been doing this 10 years ago, what if we were Uber and we suddenly were playing in that space? Or what if we were Airbnb? You can start to look at those and say, those are gig economy-ish and those are yeah. opportunities, right? It feels foreign because at Amway, it's not a physical product, but we're gonna have to start thinking that way beyond those products because at some point that's not gonna be enough force to compete in my yeah. personal opinion. Right? And, so. and this actually, to, to just kind of touch on this, the it's really interesting that we're talking about the opportunities of Amway and not yeah. just the opportunities of we need to be better at developing applications. Exactly. Like that's not, yeah. I mean, even, even though that's where Agile kind of lives a lot is in that IT and digital space, there are applications across the entire organization. The yeah. way that we apply this is what I mean, is you you can find this in, in our strategy, in our innovation, yeah, and yeah. in those spaces that you're describing is these are, these are business opportunities that it's not just a developer who's going to, find that opportunity yeah. it's anybody in the organization can see those, those exactly. signs yeah that's a super exciting way to put it and i think now that you say that it kind of crystallizes an idea i've been kicking around in my head that this is there's this old economy that sears was a part of which is just get a leadership position get the most chips on your table and kind of just squeeze everybody out and that would call that maybe the supply economy or um, the large scale economy or whatever you want to call it we're now in a disruption economy hmm. where it's all about i can disrupt and then totally upset the whole uh, stasis or status quo that's in place and then get my leadership position that way. And I don't have to have the um, all the scale that an Amway has or a Sears has. I can totally pull them out of the market with a very small amount of scale. Yeah, very quickly. And to your point, I don't have to be a developer. I don't have to be a CEO. It can mm -hmm. be just a great idea, right? So it's, it's yeah. a um, uh, not a meritocracy. It's an ideocracy that we have here, right? Mm. <laughs> Available. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a follow-up question or can I go to my second point? Nope, I was point? just going to keep going, yeah. Yeah, my second point is uh, I really love to see team members kind of unlocked or unleashed, right, so that they feel like they can become unbridled and have an ability to um, be more determinative of their own fate and then be a lot closer to the impact that they're having with any sort of customer or ABO that we have, right? And I think that's another part of Amway that I always find, or another part of Agile um, and Amway that I always find very exciting is to see those moments when team members say, wow, I can get really close to the amount of value or impact that I have on someone that I care about. Again, mm -hmm. the ABOs and customers. And anytime you see that, um, for me, it's just super energizing and super rewarding. 
So I would break it down to those two points, that the the opportunity that Hamway has in front of itself to make Agile a product of its own and then stake out a leadership position in that space, hmm. and then uh, all the way down to the individual, individual contributors, an opportunity for them to really get close to seeing what that impact is that they have on someone that's trying to have a better life, right? I, I can see the excitement in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely. see the, that's the excitement. That's partially the excess, but it's also just a genuine <laughs> enthusiasm. <laughs> yes, that helps. Excess does help. Well, if I think about the um, kind of that, that zeal, that passion that you have for yeah. it, you've been doing Agile for how many years? Ten or maybe more. Yeah. At a certain point, you stop forgetting how old you are. So it's just, it's kind of it stays frozen at 10. <laughs> it might be 20, it might be 30. I don't know. <laughs> but the, the point, yeah. I guess, is for me is like to... to to sustain that type of passion for a subject sure. means there's something there, something material, yeah. something that solves problems externally and helps resolve things internally that people deal with. Yeah. You know, whether that's like, I, I'm frustrated because I have to make commitments to leaders who are asking me to, to do something or build something that I know I can't make because they're asking for too short of a time or I'm not clear yeah. on what my team's velocity is. Like these problems that we deal with that create external situations that cause internal frustrations. Yeah. Those things can get resolved through agile practices. At least that's what I've seen. Yeah. And I think you can make improvements, right? That's the point of agile. It's yes. not the, the panacea. It's not going to make all your problems go away, but it's going to give you a path to say, I can start to solve some portion of the yeah. problems. Yeah. And then maybe tomorrow I can solve another portion of those problems. And so it gives you a daily relief, right? It's like mm -hmm. a supplement. Yeah, right. it is, right? Day, right? Take, take my double X yeah. <laughs> or my triple X. <laughs> yeah. Nice product plug there. All right. So the kind of the excitement about agility is obviously sustainable. And when you really mm -hmm. grab a hold of that and you get hooked onto it, it's something that you, I feel like it changes your worldview. And yeah, absolutely. You, you just, yeah. you, there's no going back yeah. like, to think that agile doesn't solve everything. I know that. And there are places where very strong control and very clear predictability and mm -hmm. good planning yeah. and execution to plan yeah. is very important. You're sending a man to the moon. You want yeah. to spend a lot of time and it's literally a big bang launch, right? So yep. that is where traditional approaches work. But of course, they're funded by the government. So they don't, they have no competition. So, <laughs> yep. but I mean, even in the space of like mission critical applications where we're doing things yeah. that involve people's lives, you know, yeah, yeah. software and applications yeah. or experiences where doctors are doing heart surgery, that yeah. kind of stuff has to be really highly predictable. Yeah. Or highly us controlled. building a supplement, right? We can't let yeah. a bad ingredient get inside of our supplements, right? Yeah. So people are consuming space. our stuff. We yeah. have to be very clear about quality and building the thing right yeah. um, and checking that. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't use some agile practices yeah, totally. inside of those processes. Yeah. Um, so that that's for me, that's what's exciting is that this can be applied everywhere and we can incrementally improve things. That's a great point is that agile, we get this concept at, at Amway and it's, it's, there's a trend for these companies that have been doing agile for a long time that I'm seeing come up about this idea of the death of agile or fake agile. Um, and so we get this idea of, we're not agile. And I try and tell people, no, if you do one agile thing, even the smallest thing, like a daily standup, that's agile, right? You don't have to do the 100 things. You don't have to do everything that Amazon has. There's no, there's no checklist. Official badge, yeah. right? Of being able to, it's not like qualifying for the Boston Marathon. No, yeah. you just have to, like I said before, commit to saying, I want to improve a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Right. And so I try and take this idea of agile and say, maybe we should set that up that name aside for a little bit and just say continuous improvement because that's really all it's trying to do at the yeah. end of the day, right? I mean, looking at, looking at the practices we're trying to implement 
give it whatever name you want. Exactly. We're trying to improve on the way we operate, improve yep. on delivering value to our ABOs exactly. and customers, and improve the the life of the employee, the person who works exactly. here, so that they have a good experience and enjoy coming to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And to your point before, um, I, I see that a lot with teams that try even just a little bit of that, and they say, "Well, especially the cross functional piece. I'm going to locate together with all these team members that are I need to that are maybe in different functions, maybe um, in." different hierarchies inside the organization, but I'm going to co-locate with them to be able to get some sort of thing across the finish line. That in and of itself is probably the number one result or the number one contributor to enthusiasm I see around this where yeah. team members say, I want to keep doing that. It's fun. I you mean, I don't have to like send an email out and forget about it. I can have the person right there and we yeah. can band together and get something accomplished. That Just day. to sit with the team that you work with. I love it. Right? Especially at Amway. Amway's got our scales, a huge benefit to us, but it, that flotilla again can sometimes slow us yeah. down. So when they can band together and get a result each day, um, that gives people such a big tailwind. Um, and again, a huge sense of enthusiasm. So, mm. yeah. And I think your, your point of, you know, there's not a checklist or certification of yeah. like you did this. So you're agile. Exactly. Um, even the companies that we look at like Netflix, places where in the tech space, they're really doing awesome things, innovating and things that are way ahead of where we are. Yeah. Um, that's an inspiration, but it doesn't mean that Netflix can say like, Oh yeah, we're agile. Well, and you're not. That's yeah. that's not the mentality. And yeah. so I think the for me, one of the struggles I find is that we quickly try to compartmentalize because that's a natural human tendency is to exactly. say that is agile, that's not agile, or yes. that team is agile, that team's not agile. Um, when in reality, it's the practices and behaviors and the the, the view that people take on their work, the yeah. mindset that they use. Um, so I don't like this labeling of agile or not agile yeah. uh, in that simplified sense because that's not what determines yeah. uh, agility. Agile is not a static thing. When they said, here's what agile is 20 years ago in the agile manifesto, it was one page. And because we're in a business world where change is just in increasing at an ever increasing rate, you can't just live by that one page anymore. Right. We have to add more and more nuance to that um, to get ahead of the competition that's perfected that one page, mm. right? And so you see people getting deeper and deeper into that um, and getting more and more sophisticated. But to your point, I was mm -hmm. speaking to someone at Amazon and they were describing their agile practices. They're, they have a lot of the problems that we have, right? Do they? They've just, yeah, they just unlocked some pieces of that that maybe differentiate them from others, which is that innovation piece of it. They're mm. very agile when it comes to taking an idea from anybody. Literally, you can be anybody in the organization and get an idea put through there. And then what I like to tell people is they're really good at knowing what bets are going to pay off. Because they gather a lot of data. They have really good touch points with their consumers. And so they can start to test things out and say, this seems like it's their sure bet. Mm. And so when they push their chips in there, they've really figured out what the rest of the cards look like in the table. They have high confidence exactly. that they're going to win that right. hand. This yeah. reminds me of uh, impact mapping. Yeah. It's kind of looking sure. at what outcome am I trying to get and what are we changing to change behaviors? Yep. And, and how do we raise the um, the percentage, or, you know, what's it called when you're gambling, like the odds, right? Yeah. Raising the odds get in the our odds favor. In favor yeah. That's, that's kind of the, the thing that it sounds like you're describing for Amazon. Yeah. We have to get better at that at Amway. Exactly. So that we're not just shooting in the dark yeah. and yeah. You know, saying, I hope that I beat the dealer in this situation. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, you've got a lot of experience in agile. I'm pretty new to this space. Uh, I've, I had a little bit of experience in it a few years ago when it first got introduced at Amway. Um, but I'm kind of just coming back to this uh, yeah. in my role now on the team. What would you say to somebody who's brand new to Agile going through this, you know, from an Amway perspective, some of this stuff might feel brand new, even though it's 20 or 30 years old. What do you say to someone who's brand new to this? Yeah, I'd say that uh, the number one advice I give people is usually just 
continue to try, but I really have boiled it down recently to just stay hungry to learn, right? And and just really focus on that because you're going to have agile is built to make you fail. <laughs> sometimes you're going to get it wrong and people can get really hung up on this failure. Like I was saying before, we're kind of looking at our agile practices in some parts of Amway that natural desire to want to progress and be awesome has people saying, well, we're not agile, right? Um, we can tend to fault ourselves, especially at a company like Amway where we care so much. And maybe um, from a traditional standpoint, um, failure was something that we got very scared of, right? Um, if you say, no, I'm going to focus on learning, then that failure or that success is that 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 nutrient that you want to get every single day, mm. right? So continue to try and learn and give yourselves a lot of forgiveness uh, on not necessarily having the right answer, but using every single attempt to then refine your approach, right? That's a core tenet of Agile is learn and adapt. So okay. if you get that learn part right, that adapt will take care of itself. Um, right. So stay hungry for it, right? All right. So yeah. what about the person who says, uh, I've been there, I've tried this, it doesn't work? Sure. Um yeah, that's a great question, and we deal with that. Um, I think what I tend to go back to is say, what kind of business environment are we in? Are we in an environment where we can just keep doing things the same way? Mm. Almost to a person, the answer I hear is, well, no. Yeah. And usually that sort of doing. audience is they're at a point where they're saying uh, it's just a frustration, right, where I, I see a need to change. And right now, uh, Amway, maybe Agile had let them down in some sort of scenario, and they say, well, I just am so eager to try and find that answer to change the direction Amway's headed in that it starts to show up in these ways where I just have a, a, a negative response to something like that, right? Mm. So if you can kind of go back to say, what environment are we in and what are we trying to accomplish? Well, we're trying to get better. Yeah. Well, is doing the same thing the same way going to get us better? No. Nope. Can we be that, that poker player that just has the most chips and continue to work that way? No. The, right. the poker landscape has gotten a lot more sophisticated. So we know another poker player is going to show up and start to figure out our game and, and get on top of us, right? Yeah. We're not just playing against people tells. anymore. We're playing right. against bots yeah, exactly. <laughs> and artificial right. intelligence. So that's what I would say. And, and typically when that happens too, I, I want to find out about their agile experience, right? What was it about that that was difficult for you? Because in the agile transformation office, a key thing we're trying to do is look across Amway as an enterprise and say, what learnings are we having across all of our various agile practices that kind of sit in their own pockets and break down those silos? So we're really eager to hear people say, this is what I totally hated about Agile, or this yeah. is why I'm convinced it's going to fail. Great. Let's see if we can learn from that and avoid that, because that's another data point, right? We want to mm -hmm. be an Amazon of our own. So yeah, yeah. get that feedback from the users. Yeah. So that's I guess I'd say good. to the person, call me. You can't yeah, see it on the talk podcast, it, right? but I'm making the ringy uh, fingers over <laughs> here, the phone fingers. So All right. So the, uh, the situation with the Agile Transformation Office, obviously there's uh, some Agile coaches there. Yep. You are leading that team uh, from a management perspective. We're supporting that team. Okay. Yes. Yes. You, you, you're a very good servant leader. Yes. Um, so from the kind of person who wants to learn more, uh, how can they get plugged in with the agile transformation office? Sure. Yeah. I think there's a few ways. Um, thanks to the, the, the change management activities we've had in place, a little shout out to Kyle Spitzley there. Um, you can go to agile next, uh, backslash on internet explorer or ATO backslash on internet explorer. And that will drop you in two spots. Um, you can go on to uh, start following the hashtag Amway Agile on Twitter or Instagram. We have lots of posts there. Um, and then I think the simplest one is just to reach out to any member of the team. So uh, you now know about me and Kyle. We exist and we're in the team. Um, you can reach out to us and just say, uh, hey, how do I get connected? Um, that works globally. If you're here on campus in Ada, um, even if you're not regularly situated here, um, come down to Building 21 and walk in our space. I like to tell people we have plenty of excess and we usually have lots of chocolates on hand. Yeah. So there's, a, there's that uh, that hunger motivation Dude, I saw there some chocolates can, this yeah. morning, the most 
crazy was, looking insane. chocolate I've we ever usually seen. usually have some sort of sweet that's going to be really enjoyable, but we want people to come into that space. We're on the far end of the complex, so um, if you uh, you know aren't aware of our presence, we can become forgotten about, but it's a great space to come and just wander in and say, hey, I'm here and I want to talk to someone. We love to have visitors. And start yeah, to talk it's to a really fun place. I like them. being there. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, I really appreciate uh, the time we've we've had today. Uh, Tom, any, any closing remarks for the audience? Um, yeah, let's continue to stay focused on getting Amway back on that strong growth path together. And the answer won't be entirely agile. It's just one component of that. But, you know, let's continue to stay hungry for making this organization, uh, getting it on a stronger footing and making it more innovative and breaking into new territories because we have these ABOs that are out there grinding every single day. And we have these loyal customers that believe in our wonderful products. And I think we owe it to them to uh, continue to push for that next brass ring that we can get our hands around. Yes, we do. We owe it to them. So thank you, all of your Amwayites. Keep it up, and let's go further and faster. Yeah, thank you, Tom. My pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.